yeah, seven signs that it's time to hire a business coach. These things are, um, again, I wish people would have potentially told me these things when I was first starting out because it would have helped me to have insights and understand that when I was feeling these things, that I, it was a normal growth period. Uh, and that, again, asking for help is a positive thing and that you're not a failure for asking for help. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We have a really wonderful guest in store for you today. In fact, our guest comes all the way from down under in the beautiful Australia. She got up extra early to chat with us and I'm so thankful that she did. Angela Henderson is a business coach for women. She's a keynote speaker, a podcaster. She helps women business owners from around the world have consistent five-figure months and multiple six-figure years without burning out in the process. And today we're talking all about what it means to hire a business coach. We're going to look at the differences between a mentor, a coach, a consultant, all those different terms that kind of get commingled at times. And she's going to walk us through some of the signs that you can look for in your business that lets you know now's the time to look for outside help. You've done all the things that you know how to do in your business and now it's time to have somebody else step in and give you a helping hand. So I cannot wait for you to listen to our interview with her. It's going to be amazing. One little quick side note, there is some language in this episode, so just be cautious if you have little ears listening. All right, before we get into today's episode, here is a message from this week's sponsor. Hey ladies, we are officially in back to school mode, and whether your kids are going back in person or doing remote learning from home this year, This school year is more stressful than any other we've seen, which is why I'm really excited to share with you the newest sponsor of the Girl Means Business podcast, Usual Wines. Usual Wines come in 6.3 ounce single serve bottles, which is perfect because sometimes you just want a quick glass of wine without having to open a whole bottle. Or maybe you're like me and you're the only one in your house who drinks wine, so you hate opening a full bottle only to end up pouring some of it down the drain when it doesn't get finished. But with usual wines, that's no longer a problem. Their wines are made from world-class AVAs like California's Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives, making them low-carb and a truly clean wine brand. And they're delicious. They have a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine, and just in time for summer, they have a Brut Rosé in limited production. I ordered the Brut Rosé to drink by the pool, and let me tell you guys, it did not disappoint. It was so good. In fact, I am putting it in order today for more because I may have finished that one already. So while you're checking off school supplies for your kids, don't forget to check Wine for Mom off the list as well. Head to their website at usualwines.com and use the discount code GIRLMEANSBIZ for $8 off your first order and enjoy your first glass on me. Cheers to surviving the school year. All right, ladies, and now let's get to my interview with Angela Henderson. All right, guys, I am here with Angela Henderson. Hi, Angela. How are you? Hey, how are you going, Kendra? I'm well, thank you. Good. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited to chat with you. 
Yeah, I'm always up for a good podcast episode. So yes, now you have to bear with me. It is, what time is it? It is 7 a.m. here at time of recording in Australia. So hopefully, do you know what I mean? We, uh, I haven't had my diet coat for the day. So hopefully we'll be good to go. You're good. Well, I appreciate you getting up early to chat with me. I know it's hard when the time differences are so so off trying to schedule things. So I appreciate you getting up so oh gosh, early. No, I'm all, about, I'm all about choice, right? We, yeah. As business owners, we get to make choice. I can either choose to get up and do it or not, but it's my choice. So I'm glad to be here. And listen, I also have kids. So really <laughs> seven o'clock, I've probably been up for two hours already, right? So let's be honest. You know, <laughs> we all know not how that a goes. Lot of, the days of sleeping until noon definitely oh. don't happen as frequently as I would like. But hey, that's again, choice, right? Yep. Choice. That's part yeah, of the so freedom yeah. you get when you, when you run your business, you get to make those decisions which is part of what I love about it. 100%. Well, I would love to hear your story. So I want to know a little bit more about you and your journey to get to where you are and what you do. And kind of tell us that like winding road of how you ended up where you are today. Yeah. So I initially uh, gave birth to my eldest now, who's almost 11, Finley John. Uh, and I just remember playing with him one day and we were on the floor playing with these toys and they had like, they're battery operated toys and I, we still have battery operated toys. Right. But I just remember sitting there going, there's got to be something else that they, they, he can be playing with that is going to spark his imagination and his creativity. And so I just started looking as a clinical social worker by trade, working in mental health for 15 years. I'm very big about, you know, working on that fine motor skill development and early intervention. And so then last and behold, I started an e-com business toy store called Finley and Me, where we focused on creating childhood memories through play, love and travel. We came, we became one of Australia's leading toy stores, but it was really items that you couldn't get, say at Walmart or Target. It was really Uh, non-battery operated, but it was really about color recognition, uh, creativity, fine and gross motor skill development, but also just again, being able to sit on the floor with the parents and creating those memories. So I started having the e-com side with the products. And then I noticed a gap in the market in that advertising and marketing was a bit tricky, but also I wasn't connecting with my buyers, which was obviously the moms. And so I started surveying them, found out again, some of them were suffering from postnatal depression, loneliness of motherhood. So I started blogging articles for them and then was able to weave my products through that. And from that, I became one of Australia's leading parenting influencers. I was signed with Netflix as one of their top 30 influencers here in Australia and New Zealand. I worked with similar brands like you guys would have back in the US and Canada, like your Walmart, your Targets, your Albertsons, your Whole Foods um, type scenario, Hilton's, you know, a lot of big chain uh, hotels here in Australia and internationally. Uh, so yeah, so that, at that stage, then I had two income streams, my products, and then I had my income stream from influencer marketing. And then people just wanted to start picking my brain. And again, at that stage, I was a bit naive and didn't understand what picking your brain meant, which really is, is they want free advice. And over uh, two months, I realized that I had uh, had 14 coffee dates. And I realized, hold on a minute, I was driving home. I was like, if I were to charge those people for those pick my brain sessions, I'd have a secondary business. And that's when Angela Henderson Consulting came. And now I work with uh, women in business in particular, really to get all the pieces in place to have consistent five-figure months and then on to six and seven-figure years without burning out in the process. And I do that through one-to-one consulting, my mastermind. I run a group coaching program and I also run Australia's leading four-day, three-night women in business retreat. So yeah, so that's where it started, playing toys on the ground to where I am today. Wow. Do you still have the e-commerce business or are you just solely working on consulting? 
So yeah, so we wrapped that up probably eight months ago, 10 months okay. ago. So it, again, and it was one of those things that I think it's important for business owners to understand that you can pivot or wrap up and change, right? I think so long we hang on to something and then we're just like, oh, what does that mean? So it was still doing well, but my love for it and my joy for it fell out. And I think again, as business owners, it's one of the first exercises I do with the women that I work with is what is your joy? And what is your why? Because if you can't understand that, and then the third thing I go into, you can't understand your values, you're going to be pushing shit up a hill is what it comes down to. So for me, it's really big about that. Yeah. And I identified that my kids were no longer younger. I didn't need to go to the toy trade fairs anymore. I didn't want to talk about, let's just say the top seven healthy meals to make for your family in a blog article, right? Like, so don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful for that community. You know, we had about 70,000 people on our Facebook group. We had about 50,000 on our newsletter email list. We did great. And it was lovely, but I fell out of love. Um, and so, yeah, and like, I mean, been in consulting now for almost three and a half years. Uh, but I always go like, that could change too, right? Like next, you know, I could be in a movie. Just kidding. That would never happen. But you get what I mean, right? Like, you never so know. Just, dream big. You never know. I don't know if I could ever do that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just give yourself permission that just where you are now doesn't mean that this is going to be it forever and that, you know, you can change and still do things well. Uh, and I also talk about failing fast fail fast and move on. Sometimes people are trying to polish a turd and you can't polish a turd, right? Fail fast, either validate a new product or move on. But sometimes they spend so much money trying to push the turd up the hill and it's getting them nowhere, but getting them in debt, marital breakdown, etc. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Yeah, and I I 100% relate to that because you know, what got me here was the photography business that I started. And I was just having this conversation on a podcast interview I did the other day where I was talking about the fact that like the photography business is what moved me out of the nine to five grind. I was a full-time teacher before and, and it was this blessing that allowed me to do all these things. And now that I'm pivoting towards the podcast and education side and creating a membership side and doing all these other things, there's a little part of me that's, that, I still enjoy the photography, but there's a little part of me that's like, at some point I could see myself letting that go. And as scary as that sounds, and there are people who are probably going to look at that as me, like giving up on something, but you're right. Like it's okay. If 
it's like in relationships, there's always, I can't think of the exact saying, but it's like every relationship is in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's true in business too, is that there are aspects of your business that are just there for a reason or a season to get Mm -hmm. you to the next season. And Mm -hmm. so I love that that's something that you have gone through and that you talk about, because I think that's so important for people to understand that you don't have to stay with something if you're, if it's meant to get you to something else. Mm-hmm. And also I talk about like, uh, like a snake sheds its skin, right? Is we too shed our skins as we develop and we grow. And one of the things that I also talk about is the importance of understanding those friends and family members that you may have been friends and family with at the beginning. As you start to grow and become more successful, sometimes jealousy kicks in. Sometimes people are a bit passive aggressive, right? Sometimes people remain stuck in a fixed mindset. So it was probably one of the biggest things that I've had to learn is that I've had to not necessarily cut people out of my life, but consciously make decisions about where I put my energy. Um, Am I going to go to dinner with these people? or Am I going to go to dinner with these people? Well, these people over here are just going to whine and moan about their nine to five, how they hate their life and whatever. And I don't have time for that. Right. So also know that you're going to grow. And sometimes uh, it's only your business that might pivot, but you are growing so rapidly yourself internally as a, as a person and a human that sometimes you've got to shed, you know, some of the relationships too. And no one ever told me that, uh, you know, I didn't read that in a book anywhere. It was like, Oh, this is weird. Is this normal? Should this be happening? And I'm like, of course it is. I've grown, you know? So yeah. yeah. And I think another important, you know, just little point to talk about. Yeah, no, that, I think that's so true. There's definitely things that, you know, there is really no handbook for how to do things when you start your own business, when you blaze your own trail, because you're doing something that nobody, they can give you pointers and tips, but they can't necessarily say, this is exactly how it's going to be for you. So that's mm-hmm. so true. Okay. So that's a good transition because I want to talk about your a business that's growing and kind of the signs and the steps that you need to kind of figure out like, okay, I've reached the point in my business where I've done everything I know how to do. And now I'm looking for outside help. So we're going to be talking about like the signs that it's time to hire a business coach and it's time to find somebody that you can work with in a close relationship to grow your business beyond what you're capable of doing on your own. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. And I want to hear what are the signs that we need to be looking for in our business. I'll start also with just so that people don't get confused or they might think, well, I've got a mentor or I've got a coach or consultant. What are those? Because those three kind of key people's names get so a business mentor business coach or business consultant right Mm -hmm. so I just want to touch really quickly if you've got a business mentor typically that's a very informal relationship you might catch up for a coffee or a beer every once in a while you may or may not be in the same kind of industry Uh, nothing's really formal there's no contracts typically there's no payments Um, it can be helpful it might not and I guess it's still going to probably move your business forward a little bit but there's no structure, there's no goals, there's no strategy. It's typically what I have found in doing this over the last you know, decade. The second thing is, and then you've got a business coach. A lot of business coaches I find are business coaches who are, they're trying to, they're reliant on you to, how do I say, they extract the information from you as the human and then ask the questions to get you moving, all right? And that's helpful definitely in some ways because again, it allows you to think strategically and it moves you forward. But sometimes there's a lot of fluff there and not a lot of advising or guiding and strategy. A business consultant, in my opinion, is someone that you're coming to for strategy and advice. They are there to help you. They've been there. They've done it. But they equally need to be able to adapt it to your business. It's not like a cookie cutter approach. So I personally look at myself as I'm 75% consultant, but I'm 25% coach. 
I still, you need to be able to think on your own and you still need, need to be able to always be making your own decisions. But if you come to me and you're like, Ange, my, I don't know why I'm not getting any sales to it. I'm like, well, what's your sales funnel? And you're like, I don't have one. I'm like, well, we're going to need to freaking get one. So I'm really big about then looking at where all the holes are. Do you have a conversional website? Do you have SEO? Do you have a funnel? Are you nurturing your sequence? What's your content strategy? So again, and I will guide and advise you, you can, and then we, and we adapt that for your individual business. So just to kind of give you a different background about those mentors and the coaches and the consultants, because it is very different depending on what you need and also how you learn and how you think. So just want to start with that, but yeah, seven signs that it's time to hire a business coach. These things are, um, again, I wish people would have potentially told me these things when I was first starting out because it would have helped me to have insight to understand that when I was feeling these things, that I, it was a normal growth period. Uh, and that again, asking for help is a positive thing and that you're not a failure for asking for help. So the first thought I talk about it's time, it's time to hire a business consultant and coach is you're not seeing the results you had expected. So you're putting in all these hours, you are posting on social media, you're going around and around the circle, but you're just not actually getting anywhere. Meaning your your followers aren't growing, your um, conversions to your website aren't increasing, your sales aren't increasing. You're just simply not getting anywhere. And and I see this often both in new and actually established businesses. There's just this stuck. So turning to a business consultant and coach in these particular times can really help you to improve in many different areas, such as potentially looking at what is your return on investment on the activities you're currently doing, increasing your brand awareness, creating a holistic business plan that will cover not one area, but areas of business that are needed. Like I said before, sales funnels, networking, collaborations, marketing, websites, and so much more. So that's sign number one is you're not seeing the results you had expected. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that, you know, that's one of the first things I know a lot of businesses get to like kind of that, that they hit that wall. They're like, okay, but I'm doing all the things that that the internet's telling me to do. And I'm just spinning my wheels and I'm not Mm -hmm. moving anywhere. (laughs) So that's definitely, I think, and I think everybody, if you're listening to this and you, you have a business that's anywhere from a month to years old, you've felt that at some point in your business. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like I even worked with a, uh, one of Australia's head plastics, uh, surgeons over here. Uh, and yes, he was doing a lot of the right things. And I guess he still is one of the best and he's like the only Australian on the international board of plastic surgery, but the results he wanted, he wasn't getting. So it doesn't, even if you're very further along, right. And those things are going on, it doesn't mean that, uh, you're still not going to get stuck and see the results that you want. Right. So it's really important just to, yeah, have a think about it. And then sign number two, that it's time to hire a business consultant and coaches that overwhelm, you really start to feel the overwhelm. And this is a top sign that it's time to really hire someone because if you're feeling incredibly overwhelmed with your workload, feeling like there's too much uh, to do on any given day, not enough time to do it. This again, you know, is a sign that feeling of overwhelm, uh, it might be like the overwhelm you're feeling is like you're not making enough profit. The overwhelm could be that you're feeling like you're no longer in control of your business. The overwhelm could be as I've got too many ideas, I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, a business co- uh, consultant and coach is going to help you really get you back on track, understand where this overwhelm is coming from and look at what strategies need to be put in pay- place, both short term and long term to move you out of that overwhelm and onto strategy and success. So that's uh, sign number two is, yeah, you're starting to feel the overwhelm. Okay. So I'm going to ask a quick question about that one. So mm-hmm. when you mentioned overwhelm of like not having enough time in a day, mm-hmm. I want to clarify too, that there's a difference or is there a difference? I guess is the question. Is mm-hmm. there a difference between overwhelm in like, I need to 
outsource something that I'm this taking up too much of my time versus overwhelm of like you said, I've got too many ideas and don't know which direction to go or overwhelmed in that my business is running me instead of my, instead of me running my business. Do you, is there a difference between those two types of overwhelm or is it? I still think it's still, it's still overwhelmed because even if you go back to your first point is do I outsource or do I not? A lot of times is that is an indicator of that overwhelm and there's not enough time in the day is that you're in a growth phase. I look at business as three phases. You've got startup growth and scale, all right? When you start to feel that overwhelm and you're going, okay, is it I need to outsource? More than likely, your business is going to expand. And if expansion happens, we also need to be looking at your organizational structure. We need to be looking at who do we need to potentially bring on to help you with that growth phase. And if we understand your organizational structure and we understand who we need to hire, your overwhelm is going to decrease and allow you to focus on what you need to do to to keep moving your business forward. So allowing you to work on your business versus in your business. Uh, So again, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. See, so okay. Then we get to sign number three, that it's time to hire a business consultant and coach. And is that is, you know what you want to do in business, but you don't know how to get you there. So they're like, I know I need a sales funnel. I know I should be doing Facebook ads. I know I want to run a business retreat. I know I want to do this, but they're like, what are the how to's? It's like they've Googled so much and they've YouTube so much and they've tried to stitch everything together but it's still falling apart. But they're very consciously aware, right? Like this is what I want to do. And I reckon 90% of the women I work with always know what they want. They just need the guidance. It's like the sandwich. They've got the bread, but they don't know the middle bits, all right, in order to make a full sandwich. So to me is if you have an idea that you know will help you grow your business, but have absolutely no idea on how to implement it, a business consultant and coach can be able to help you with this. So whether it's launching a new product or service, rebranding or entering to completely into a new territory, uh, the professional advice from a consultant and coach may be that push that you need to, again, get you out of that and move you forward. So that's sign number three. Yeah, that's a big one too, because I think that's, there's so much great information out on the internet, but it's true. It's like you are just sort of hodgepodging things together and it's not going to be as effective as having somebody who is going to walk you through each step of the process and tailor it to you because Mm -hmm. just trying to, you know, kind of Frankenstein your own, like you said, like launching a product and you're like, okay, well, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm reading this blog and I'm following this guy's advice on Facebook or whatever. And you're trying to piece it all together. It's not cohesive enough. You're going to have holes. You're going to have gaps. You're going to be missing some key things. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a -a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. 
With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. One hundred percent. And then it's just like, you're just, again, six months down the road or eight months down the road, you're no further along in your business. Right. And then you're like, I'm a failure. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's actually, no, you're not a failure. You know what you need to do. It's just that it's like those little bits and pieces of the how to's. Right. So again, if you're in that position right now, uh, I strongly encourage you to be looking for a business consultant and coach. So yes. Awesome. And then um, sign number four is listen, you need a business companion to talk to in business. Like you're sitting there going, I don't know if you, any of you listeners out there, but you're like, if I talk to my wall one more time today, I'm going to lose my brain. Or if I talk to the dog about business advice one more time, or if I talk <laughs> to the bird, right? So let's be honest, our friends and family really don't give two shits about our business for the most part. They really don't, right? Like they're pleasant with us, but deep down, they do not care. All right. And so they don't want to be spending time when we go out to dinner talking about business. They don't want to be talking about our business when we're on the phone with them because most times they don't even get what the hell we do. They think that we're just in an office working from home watching Oprah Winfrey. It's all right. (laughs) So this is happening for you or you're starting to feel exceptionally lonely in this world of business. You may want to find someone that you can talk to without feeling exposed or without impairing your credibility as a business owner, or without impairing that relationship you have with your friends and family, right? So hiring a business consultant and coach is a safe way to get honest feedback on your ideas, as well as having a partner to support you through the planning and implementation of these, and that you, again, you just don't have to sit in that world of loneliness. A common thread I see, even when I interview on my own podcast, the Business and Life Conversations podcast, or inside my Facebook community, the Australian Business Collaborative, we've got about 7,000 members in there, inside of even there, loneliness is a very common word that is used. I feel lonely. I feel lonely. If this is happening to you, more than likely, you're probably going to be stuck in your business. All right. Uh, Again, it's a sign. All right. That you probably need to speak with someone, business consultant and coach who can work you through that. Not only it's not just about, oh, I've got a friend. No, like they still need to work with you on strategy and structure and all that, but they're going to give you credibility. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to keep you moving. Family and friends don't do that, all right? So, yeah, so that's sign number uh, four that it's time to hire a business consultant and coaches. Again, you need a business companion to really move your business forward. Yeah, um, the loneliness, I mean, that's that's huge because I know for me, that was one of the reasons why I created a local Facebook group here for other photographers because my poor husband can only listen to me talk about (laughs) camera equipment and, you know, exposure and all that kind of stuff for so long. So having... A community, but it's different having a companion that's going to just be a cheerleader for you and having someone that's going to push you and challenge you and really ask you the difficult questions. That's the kind of companionship. That's the kind of person you need that's going to 
there's, I think what I'm saying is there's a difference between having a friend that's going to support you and having someone who's going to push you to the next level in your business. Right. So for example, what you talked about is that group that you have of other photographers in your local area, right? Probably you all have a wealth of knowledge. You each bring really probably different skill sets, whether or not that's say natural light or outside photography or baby photography, whatever that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. But more than likely, those would be your business mentors that I was talking about. So they still know a bit about business. They know a lot about probably the photography space, right? They could still move you forward, but because there's still that friendship there, right? They're probably never going to be like, actually your website shit. <laughs> yeah, um, actually true. that email sequence you just sent, dude, that was horrible. Yeah. Your, you know, your opt-in and lead magnet, who the fuck would buy that? Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they're probably still, because they're meeting up every week with you, you're having coffee, right? You're having banter on the Facebook group. They probably don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, just be mindful of that. that. Again, you can still have your peers in that area, but they're probably, like you said, the keyword there for me is they're not going to have those difficult conversations uh, to move you forward, but also for you have to, for you to have the space to say, actually, I think my, I think my shit sucks a little bit here, right? You probably wouldn't go to your local networking group, right? Mm-hmm. To a group of people that you don't really may have solid relationships with, like as like, strong relationships with, right? And yeah. be so vulnerable that you're like, my whole photography business sucks to your peers. M- most people wouldn't do that, yeah. right? So, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's kind of the number four. And then the sign number five that it's time to hire a business consultant and coaches, you've lost your motivation. Motivation is something that entrepreneurs deal with every day, right? Your business changes every single minute sometimes for people. You look at the current COVID situation, right? So in some in a situation like this, I'm, I'm actually running a five-day power hour with 30 different women. And it was all around when I surveyed them inside my Facebook group, it was they'd lost motivation. Now, there's an element of losing motivation. Again, it's quite natural. Look at, we've all been stuck in our houses, right? Our energy is literally being sucked from us because we're now having to homeschool people or with our partners 24 hours a day. It's a natural thing. But if you're losing your motivation, um, on an ongoing basis and you can't get out of that slump. Sometimes things seem to be going all in the wrong directions that you feel as though there's no way out. Uh, again, you want to get out of that cycle because if you stay in that cycle, what will happen is you'll have a very fixed mindset. Uh, things will get exceptionally wobbly. And so hiring a business consultant and coach can help you to get through that rough patch. Again, they're going to give you that advice and guidance and really help to understand, all right, well, if this happens, how do we avoid the motivational rut? Do you know what I mean? It's not, I'm not avoiding it completely, but understanding, yep, I'm in a motivational rut. What do I need to get to get me out of it? What tools do they need to move them forward, right? Uh, it's even when I used to diagnose people with anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, and bipolar, you know, all those, the diagnosis, it's, it's when also motivation starts impacting you in all areas of your life. Like I can, I can never diagnose someone unless it impacted them in community, home, and at work, Okay. And it's the same thing with here is if your motivation is lost, not just with business, but say your family or your friends, we need to be very mindful about why is that happening. So if you've lost your motivation and it's really impacting both your life and your business, again, it could be a sign that it's like, hey, I probably need to check in with someone so I can learn some better coping strategies um, to move my business forward in these times of lack of motivation. Well, I think that there's kind of a common misconception when people start business, they, they have this excitement and this energy when they first start their business. And as soon as that starts to fade and the motivation 
is less than it was the beginning, they immediately think, well, then maybe this isn't the career for me, or maybe this isn't the business for me. When the reality is it's, it's like a relationship. You know, when you first meet your spouse, the first couple of months are great and they're fabulous. You have that honeymoon phase, but then 10 years down the road or five years down the road or whatever, like it's, you've, you've lost a little bit of that spark, but you still have the foundation that's there of your relationship. It's the same with your business. So Uh when someone gets into their business and they're two or three years in and that motivation and that excitement is starting to fade, that's not a sign that you're in the wrong business. It's a sign that you need to do something to get yourself out of that rut. What hundred percent and lack of motivation can hit us at any time. It could hit us in startup. It can hit us in the growth and even the scale phase, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that lack of motivation is also, we're sitting in the uncomfortable, right? We're about to have a breakthrough. We're about to scale. We're about to grow, whatever that looks like. And, but the difference is, is understanding that identifying it and being able to break through it. Right. But it's so often is like people just sit in that motivation and then they start to get down on each other. Then the overwhelm starts to creep in. Then they start to start almost paranoia is a big word, but they start to question everything they're doing. Like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? So again, it's one of those things that if you start to identify that the motivation is going, a business consultant and coach can help nip that in the butt quicker. So it doesn't get so prolonged. Yeah, that's so good. And then number, again, in my opinion, sign number seven, that it's like time to potentially look at hiring a business consultant and coaches. You want to save both on time and money. Now, you listeners out there might go, well, of course, who doesn't want to save time and money? But when you start out in business, for example, obviously, we might not have a lot of money to outsource, right? It could just be us. Uh, we're doing everything. We are the you know I mean? web developer. We're the content writer. We're posting blogs. We're posting on socials. We're doing everything, right? We're packing orders. But a sign that, again, it could be that you need to be looking at a business consultant and coach is that you really want to start understanding um, your ROI, your return on investment for the time that you are doing, all right, and the money that is going out. So as we talked earlier on, Kendra, was around... Um, people's organizational structure. And you're like, okay, surely it's taking me 20 hours a week to post on Facebook and Instagram and do the Pinterest. Well, if my hourly rate is $50 an hour and you know that you could hire someone for $20 an hour, all right, Mm -hmm. would you, you could still profit $30 an hour by outsourcing. So there will come a time in your business when you're like, I really, I need to start looking at this better. There has to be a better way that I can save on my time to grow my business work versus working in my business. And there's going to be a better way that I could save more money and be more profitable. If you're in that kind of, you know, scenario, it could, and again, you're going to get stuck going, well, how to, how do I do that? What does that look like? Do I need a position description? How do I hire someone? What does the structure look like? If you're in that position where you're like, I need to start saving both on time and money in order to be more profitable and move that business forward. Again, it's another sign that, hey, you might want to start looking at a business consultant and coach to help you with that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so good. And I, yeah, because I do think a lot of people, they hear like a business coach and they immediately think it's just going to cost me too much money. But mm you know, when you really look at the ROI that, you know, it, it can save you so much money in the long run. It's a really great point. So much money. And the thing is there is like, I even have businesses who only are in uh, product validation. So they'll come to me and be like, listen, I've got a product idea. Would you be able to help me? And I'm like, of course. And I'm like, again, I never promise any results or outcomes when you work with me. What I promise is I'll show up and I'll give you the strategy and be there and move you forward. But your success and failure ends up being 
on you as the business owner. It's the inaction or the action you take. You either do or you don't, right? Mm -hmm. I can't control that. So even when people come to me with a business idea, they might say, listen, I would much rather pay for a business consultant to tell me if this is valid and what steps I would need to do in order to get this business running than dropping, do you know what I mean, $50,000 in over the time, not knowing what I'm doing. So they would much rather invest early on, that's an example, um, in order to save in the long run. Or you've then got those people who are already in business and they're going, I want to grow, but I can't grow. Um, I need to be more profitable. Don't know how to do that because I'm doing everything. Like, So there's two different scenarios that can equally save money by hiring that business consultant and coach. Um, though you might have that initial cost out at the beginning, you will always see, or you should always see, right? An ROI definitely back from that. Yeah. Oh, so true. And then in sign number seven, that it's time uh, to hire a business consultant and coach is you're looking to expand your business. Now, this is going to happen pretty much for everyone in business at some stage. Now, expanding your business will look different, obviously based on you and your individual business, but at some point in your business lifetime, you're going to want to expand. And whether you're used to a larger you know, business or a one man show, expanding your business can be a very daunting time. Uh, this is where hiring a business consultant and coach is ideal because again, they'll be able to walk you through the correct procedures, help, you know, mentor you through that process and enable again, that ROI I've honed, I've talked about the ROI a lot on the podcast today, but as soon as you can start understanding every task that you do and what is the ROI back on that, you're going to start making better decisions for your business. All right. So uh, ROI on what products you're bringing in, ROI on the time that you're spending on Facebook, ROI time that you're spending on um, developing a new product, ROI on a business coach, because everything comes down to numbers. Again, numbers is going to give you the data that you need in order to understand if you're making an ROI. I'll give you an example. I was working uh, on a call yesterday with a Canadian company and they've got two businesses that they run. And I said to them, are you profitable on the second business? Um, this was just a discovery call. And they said, yeah, kind of. And I'm like, well, you're either kind of pregnant or you're kind of not. Like you can't be one or the other. You either are or you're not. All right. And they, yeah, well, technically, yes. But we're spending hundreds of hours doing it. So then when, by the time we figured out their hourly rate was like astonishing, right? Like so bad, like less than like 15 bucks an hour. All right. So I was like, compared to what they thought it was. All right. So they want to save both on time and money. They're wanting to expand and grow, but we're really going to have to look at the data. I said, listen, I don't want to make an informed decision right now, but I would want to look at how many total hours, not guesses, are you actually doing versus how much money you're actually bringing in to then look at your hourly rate to then go, actually, this might not be a viable product and we need to get rid of it. Yeah. So expansion can also mean that sometimes you've got to call some of the things in your business in order to allow you to grow in the other parts that are working well. But again, in order for that to happen is again, you're, you go, you're like, again, that sun is, um, you're, you're wanting to expand, right? Your business. Uh, but what does that look like? Do I need to bring something more on? Do I need to let something go? And again, looking at that data and those numbers will help to make you make those better decisions. And again, something that a business consultant and coach can do. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that when they hear like, you know, look at your numbers and ROI and those things can be a little intimidating because, mm-hmm. Either one, you don't really know what you're looking at or what you're looking for, or two, it's just scary. You know, when you, you don't want to, you kind of want to bury your head in the sand and be like, oh, everything's fine. We'll just pretend it's good. And so having somebody that can walk you through your own numbers and you walk you through your own 
business a little bit and kind of with a outside perspective can give you so much clarity. And it's a little less scary having somebody else to say, Hey, this is, this is normal or this is okay. Like it's, you're not an anomaly. Every, like other businesses go through the same thing. And just having somebody else that can, that can let you know, like, Hey, you're doing okay, but we need to make these changes mm-hmm. can be really helpful as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. and it's just again it's that outsider perspective right but again you said there's something there is that so many people won't look at their numbers because the thing is is if there's anything in business numbers don't lie Mm-hmm. So people will avoid and they will avoid and they will avoid their example. I'm just looking down at my notes from yesterday. We were in my mastermind class and one of my clients said, well, if I do this in my business, I said, no, it's when I do this in my business. And she's like, okay. And she wants to make $20,000 a month. And uh, her product is 54. She was selling it for $54 a month. It's just like this uh, CPR education course, right? I said, okay. And I think I'm just looking here. She had to sell 320 of those a month, obviously, in order to hit the 20,000. And so then I said to her though is, um, all right, but do you want to work harder? Do you want to work smarter? Again, going back to that sign number seven, you're looking to expand, right? So she's in a growth stage. I'm like, so she's like, no, of course I don't want to work harder. And I want to work smarter. I'm like, okay, so you're offering something for $54 as a parent. And this, I would easily pay 65 bucks for that minimum probably even 75 because it's teaching CPR. It's how I'm going to save my freaking kid's life. Like Mm -hmm. you can't put a price tag on that. Right. So I said, well, you can do this and you're going to have to get, uh, I think we worked it out. It was like 12.8 sales a day in order to hit that target. Or if you increase um, the cost for your product uh, by this, you only have to get eight a day. She's like, wow, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, it's a massive difference. But by her working with me, so, so we could look at the numbers, right? So she hadn't broken it down like that. She yeah. was just like $20,000. I'm like, no, this is how many sales you need to be tracking every single day, minimum 12. She's like, okay. And, that's, and then that will allow us to work on her marketing strategy. Where are we going to put ads behind that, right? Et cetera. In order to hit that target, we'll still be profitable. Okay. But again, is so if you're looking at extending your business, really understanding those numbers is going to be vital uh, for you to make better decisions. Yeah. The numbers are huge. And it, I don't, it is so scary for some people, especially when you're just starting out and you're like, oh, I just, I don't know what I'm looking at but having somebody that can walk you through that is going to be so helpful. So, okay. So we've gone through the seven signs, which are all amazing. And I'm sure that if you're listening to this, no matter where you are in your business, I'm sure one of these resonates in some form or fashion, whether you have felt it or you're feeling it now, but let's say we've decided, okay, it's time for me to hire a a coach or a consultant to help me with my business so you start looking for somebody, what are some things that we should be looking for? Or what are some things we should be avoiding? Or because I, I've heard so many horror stories. And to be honest, I've had my own horror story with hiring yep. a mentor and, yep. or a coach. And, um, it, it's scary to think you're putting a lot of money in somebody else's hands to help you 
there's really no guarantee that they are, I mean, it's hard for somebody to say, I guarantee you're going to double your business or I get, because it's all about how much you're willing to put in. So it's, it's a really scary venture to dive into. So 100%. And I think right there is that first red flag. Again, this isn't even the mistake that I'll talk about, but a red flag is if anyone can guarantee results, I call bullshit. (laughs) Yes. All right. Right from the get go, because I, I do, I just call bullshit because it's still up to you as the individual to take those actions and the strategies that have been given to execute, mm-hmm. right? So if, if I said, listen, money, money back guarantee when you sign with me, like that's a lot riding, right? Like mm-hmm. I could work 20 hours a day with you to move you. But if you're still sitting watching Netflix in your underwear, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what I do for you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's, I always started saying just like business coaches, you could even say photographers, you could say doctors, there's some shit ones out there. All right. But it's up to us. If we're hiring a photographer, we're hiring a doctor, we're hiring a business consultant, right? It's up to us to make sure that we do our own legwork because it is ultimately our life, our responsibility at the end of each day. But when you're really, in my opinion, when you're hiring a business consultant or coach, mistake number one to avoid is, is hiring a friend, all right? The cardinal rule in business is that, it, and it is too frequently broken, is to never work with friends or family. It might be tempting, all right? It might sound off, you know, awesome. The issue is, is that more often than not, it doesn't work out and will lead to the deterioration potentially of your business, your relationship, or both. So mistake number one, don't hire your friend, all right? Seriously. Snake number two is hiring someone with limited connections. And you might say, Ange, what is this? What do you mean by that? I believe this is an overlooked mistake. When hiring a business consultant, it's not just considering um, their strategy, all right, or if they've got a podcast, but it's like, what is their connections? Because your network equals your net worth. And you want to be able to tap into, I call it paying to play. When you, when you pay to play and work with a consultant, you're equally paying to tap into their community. So make sure that they've got connections so that they can introduce you to someone to be on their podcast, so that they can introduce you to potentially be at a speaking event, so they can introduce you to I mean, people who might need, uh, I don't know, photography images, right? Like headshots, et cetera, right? Connections. So mistake number two to avoid is hiring someone with limited connections. You want to be hiring people that have connections. Mistake number three to avoid when hiring a business consultant and coach is not knowing what you want to achieve. Let me just repeat that. Not knowing what you want to achieve. One of the most common mistakes to avoid is not being clear on your own goals. Business coaches and consultants, we're not mind readers and they, and we're not magic. All right. We're not just going to have pixie dust fly out our butts. All right. <laughs> so coming to us with a vague goal of wanting to improve your business overall is not going to yield you immediate results. So even before meeting with a business consultant or coach, analyze your business performance and have a look at the areas you specifically want to improve. This is going to help streamline um, the process, saving you time and money. You've got to come to the table with something, but this is a, this is a mistake often that I see businesses are making. Um, mistake number four is skipping the background check. You would be surprised what a quick Google search in Facebook mini stock can reveal on a person. Yep. Do your background check. Use these tools to your advantage, all right, to research the credentials of your potential business consultant or coach. Check out testimonials, see what their qualifications are, what events they attend, what their professional history is. Good consultants and coaches are proud of their experience and expertise. So you should be able to find a digital footprint on these individuals. 
If not, again, in my opinion, you've got a bit of a red flag because in today's world, you should be able to Google Angela Henderson and you should be able to find an enormous amount of information about me. If you yeah, can't, point. then why? Yep. What are they like? Again, not, I'm not all saying there are some old school um, business consultants and strategists that I know that are like really old school, still phenomenal at what they do. And they like they may have a LinkedIn profile, but here's the thing. They still have a LinkedIn profile, right? They still have a website. They might not be everywhere when you search them, but again, it's up to you. I still go back. It's up to you to find out what, what they do and what they don't do. All right. And the last thing is, is the fifth mistake that I see businesses do is they hire without test driving. You don't go into BMW, Mercedes, Ford. I don't care. Even Hyundai, any new car that you are going to buy, even if it is used. Do you ask questions like, oh, do you know what I mean? How much gas do I get to this? Or um, how many miles is on the car? Or um, uh, would you prefer black interior or white interior? Red paint on that side, whatever. You ask questions. You don't drop five, 10, 20, or $200,000 on these new cars without test driving and asking questions. So why the hell would you not test drive your business consultant and coach? Right. Yeah. Ask them for a discovery call. If they're not going to get on a discovery call with you, red flag. If you're like, why can they not give you time? Now it could be like, I do all my own discovery calls in half of the last three and a half years. It's really important that I'm the right fit for people. But what I do know though, is, is that as we start to grow, it might be that you might um, at least talk with like someone on their team but then at the end of it is then they might go, yep, you're right for Ange, da, 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 da. but now she wants to meet with you for 15 or 20 minutes. You still should be able to have access to that person to make sure that their mannerisms, how they speak to you, how they show up is still valid. Again, if they don't want to, there's so many other of us go, go looking for someone else. All right. Um, and I just say mistake number six that I, again, it's just a brief one that I don't really often say, but is follow your intuition. If you feel like, so the sooner you can understand and identify your intuition, it's going to help your business. That's the universe giving you a nudge. The universe is telling you, hey, this isn't right, but so often we avoid it, we suppress it. So yes, so that's my last kind of thing. So hopefully these, you know, signs about when you need to be hiring a business coach, but equally, if you are going, yep, I do, make sure, you know, avoid these these five mistakes because it's going to help you uh, ultimately in your business success. Wow, those, oh my gosh, that was so... So much good information and things that like, (laughs) I wish I had known several years ago when I made the mistake of hiring the wrong coach, but, um, no, these are amazing, amazing tips. And I greatly appreciate you sharing because that was a wealth of knowledge you shared there. Um, so as we get ready to wrap up here real quick, I do have one last question that I like to ask a lot of my guests and then we'll, um, I'll give you a chance to kind of share where people can find you and and learn more about you and if they want to work with you. But I want to know, um, I always like to kind of hear when, let's say your best friend came today and said, hey, Angie, I'm starting this new business. I've got this really great idea, but I don't really know like what's the next step. What would you say is like your number one piece of business advice? Yep. So just so I want to contradict myself here, because if my, my best friend came to me, I would say, go and ask someone else. So that just side <laughs> note. All right. There you go. But, Good but, job. Okay, but, but what I would say to them, like if it wasn't my best friend and it was just like just general advice, right. What I would say is the, if I would have known about the power to pay to play earlier on, I would have been able to move my business forward. All right. And what I, power play to play isn't about just business coaching. I want to talk about that. It's, it's, 
paying the $20 to go to a local business meeting. It's paying $50 a right to go to that conference that you really want to go to. So start free. But as soon as you start putting a credit card to something, transformation occurs. I believe that transformation does not occur until a transaction takes place. So when you start to pay to play, you also start to take your business a little bit more seriously. You're not looking for Google or YouTube. Don't get me wrong. We all do that at the beginning. But the sooner you can start to pay to play, even if it's $5, $10, et cetera, that's all I did when I started. Now I dropped $20,000 to go to, you mean to join a mastermind or I've been to the Maldives the last couple of years for a seven day mastermind on a freaking yacht. Like that, that didn't happen overnight. Okay. But what, and some, and the very first mastermind I did was with Chris Ducker in the Philippines. I didn't have the $13,000. I put that on credit card, but it was game changer. I made that $13,000 back within months. All right. You also elevate yourself when you start, do you know what I mean, going to like a $5 event, a $10 event, right? And they talk about the, it, you are the five people that you hang around with the most. Yep. So choose wisely. Also, like I said, is once you start to do the power of pay to play and you start to see that transformation occurring, you also, like I said, start to tap into other people's connections and networks. So I give you the example is um, obviously with any of my clients that are paying to work with me. If I have 7,000 members in my Australian business collaborative Facebook group who have or businesses from all around the world, I can't be those, I can have 7,000 people in the forefront of my mind. But when people sign me and contract me, if I, I'm now scouting for opportunity. So if I'm on my Facebook uh, you know, account and all of a sudden I see someone asking for, I don't know, a photographer, all right, I'm taking the photographers that I've used throughout my time and that they've worked with me, all right? Mm-hmm. If I'm now on Instagram and someone's, I don't know, asking for something, I'm connecting someone else a backup. If someone's like, Ange, I need to go on a podcast. Do you know anyone? I'm like, oh yeah, you'd be really great. Talk to Kendra, right? Like, I am looking for opportunities, but that it doesn't mean I'm a douchebag and don't want to help those other 7,000 people, but I am still helping those 7,000 people by producing a podcast every week, producing a a blog every week, having that group for them to learn. But again, the transformation, in my opinion, doesn't occur until the transaction takes place for yourself and for your business. So my advice would be is the importance of understanding pay to play and the benefits that come from that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's probably the first time I've had that answer to that question, but I think it's, it's something that people are a little scared to say sometimes because they don't want to intimidate people who are like starting out. But like you said, even if it's five, 10, 20, $30, you know, I mean, I've purchased products online from people that were like $50 or less that were great for my business when I was starting out. Mm -hmm. So you're not saying pay thousands and thousands of dollars when you're starting out, but there is something just like we as business owners, we know that when you offer something for free, the people don't value it as much as they do when you say, give me $5 and I'll do this for you. That, that, mm-hmm. like you said, transaction sets a standard that you're going to put more into it and you're going to get more out of it. 100%. And it's so funny. Your mindset shifts along with it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You like, you literally feel something transition. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It's you'll know it when you do it. Right. Yeah. But start, I'm not asking you to go in debt, but if you go to an event, that's $5, then make sure you go up to that person, introduce yourself, follow them on Facebook, join their Facebook community, add value, right? You can do it. But remember, it goes back to what we were talking about your ROI. You pay $5 to go to a group your ideal client might not be there. So will you still probably get something out of it? Yes. 
but now you're driving to the event, right? Mm -hmm. You're driving home. That's an hour of your time. You've now sat there for an hour. Your ideal client's not there. Whereas then you pay $20 and you've now got a couple people in the room who are your ideal client. It's now worth your time to go. You pay $50, you're now going to see the more ROI. So you also have to understand is, yes, bootstrap it as much as you need to at the beginning. And you're still going to see some transformation. But when you start paying a little bit more and a bit a little bit more, the quality becomes better and better. And you then start to save on time and money like we talked about earlier on, right? So yeah. um, again, these are things that I wish people would have taught me earlier on. I probably would have stopped Googling, you know, a lot less and YouTubing a lot less and, you know, all of those things and just would have been like, tell me what you know I need to do and move me forward, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for all of your expertise and amazing advice. Tell everybody where they can find you so they can learn more about your services or follow you on social media. How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I always said the best place is just go to my website, AngelaHenderson.com.au. And then from there, you can choose if you want to join my Facebook community, if you want to listen to my podcast, if you want to read the blog, if you want to follow me on Instagram, because each of you will do mean consume information differently. Um, and also, if you're wanting to, you know, you're like, yep, uh, these signs were really helpful. I probably may, you know, I am probably struggling or I've got bigger goals. Um, you know, you can also at AngelaHenderson.com.au, click on the work with me section and book in for a free 30 minute discovery call with where we'll talk a little bit more about your goal struggles and potentially how I can support you in that. So yeah. Awesome. Well, and I'll have that link down below so people can just grab that in the show notes. They don't have to try to remember it if they're in the car driving right now. <laughs> no <laughs> well, worries. Angela, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for taking time out of your early morning. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And let's chat again soon because I'm, I'm oh. sure we have a lot more we could talk about. <laughs> no worries. Thanks so much, Kendra. Have an awesome day. A huge thank you again to Angela for that early morning chat she and I had. It was really, really incredible. There were some amazing tips and advice in there, and I just loved our conversation. It was wonderful. So thank you so much for tuning into it, and thank you, Angela, for being a part of the Girl Means Business podcast. All right, now so far the past couple of weeks, I've added a call to action at the beginning of every episode, and today I'm placing it here at the end. Hopefully you have stuck around for this CTA I am going to ask a big favor of you. I would love for you to leave a review of this podcast. The reviews help other listeners know that this is a podcast that they are going to love and that they will get value from. It also lets iTunes know that you're enjoying this show. So if you could take just a moment, click down below on the iTunes account. I will link to where you can leave a review and just drop me a quick little review and let me know what you think of the show. It would be greatly appreciated. All right, ladies, that does it for this week's episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.